Good morning guys, my name's Thomas and uh, I lead the church alongside my wife Mary if this is the first time that you've met me. Uh, Happy New Year everyone. It's not the entrance into 2021 that we had hoped for and uh, I hope you're you're doing well in the midst of this and the challenges that this brings. Uh, We're going to open up the Bible together. We're continuing our series through Philippians and uh, We've been journeying through this book, chapter by chapter, and uh, we're going to be looking at a couple of verses in just a wee minute. But with us being in lockdown and having had our Christmas and New Year restricted, uh, we've not been able to do a lot of things. And one of the things we've not been able to do is first footing. Now, I don't know if many of you traditionally would do this in New Year, uh, but first footing uh, in Scotland is a tradition of... uh, it starts immediately after midnight in Hogmanay. And the first foot is the first person to enter a friend or neighbour's house. They bring a symbolic gift such as salt or coal, shortbread, whiskey and black bun, which is a rich fruit cake, which represents financial prosperity, food, flavour, warmth and good cheer. And it's meant to bring luck to the householder. Food and drink are then given to the guests. This may go on through the early hours of the morning and well into the next day. The first foot is supposed to set the luck for the rest of the year. Traditionally, tall, dark-haired men are preferred as the first foot. So I'm in luck. Maybe not so dark-haired now, but uh, there we go. Now, obviously, we don't deal in luck when we are living for Jesus. But seeing as most of us have not had the opportunity for first footing, or to allow anyone to first foot this year. Uh, I've seen it as an opportunity to give, to allow Jesus to first foot into our houses this year. So I thought, does that sound good? I thought it'd be cool if I just prayed a prayer over all of us watching or catching up uh, later on uh, for a blessing this year for everyone watching. So I'm just going to do that before we read the verses in God's word. Lord, we want to welcome you into our homes. We want you to first foot into our homes in 2021. Lord, we thank you for what you carry. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for your love for us. And I just pray that uh, you would enter into our houses and, and bring your light and hope right now, Father. I pray even as I'm speaking these words, there would be a supernatural sense of you stepping in stepping in to be with us this morning, Lord. So we welcome you with praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're continuing our series in Philippians this morning. It's Paul's letter to the church in Philippi. He's writing from prison. And the crux, uh, the beginning of chapter two, focuses on imitating Jesus's humility. And we're going to be looking at chapter 2, verse 12. So why don't we read and uh, you can follow along with me. If you've got a Bible at home, maybe grab it and get the passage. Philippians chapter 2 and starting from verse 12. So let's read. Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Do everything without grumbling or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure, 
children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. And then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labour in vain. But even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you. So you too should be glad and rejoice with me. Amen. Amen. So I, I want to play, I want to start off by playing a little game. I want to play a word association game with you. I want you to think of the first thing that comes into your head when I say these words. I'll give you a little pause and then I'll maybe share what comes into my head when I think of these words. Christmas. Holidays. You might want to shout them out. Marmite. McDonald's. Going for a bit of a key change now. Friends. Jesus. Church. Okay, so mine were Christmas. First thing that came into my head after Christmas passed, Patty. I had my own body weight in Patty. I don't want to see Patty again. I'll avoid the aisles in the supermarket. Holidays, I'm thinking of family. And uh, yeah, just spending time with my boys and with Mary. Marmite, I think you've seen from my face. Ugh. McDonald's, heaven. Oh, I'm joking. I just want to get another McDonald's joking. Uh, friends, important. Jesus, friend. Church, fill the tank. So just like first booting, as we welcome Jesus into our houses in 2021 to take up every nook and cranny, where we go first is important at the beginning of this new year. In this season where we find ourselves again in lockdown, and I'm gutted, I'm hurting for everyone that we know because we love our family, our friends, our church family, and uh, I'll be honest, the first thing I felt alongside these emotions was a, a defiance, a, a holy resolve, a reminder that God isn't leaving this situation and this season in the mix of these emotions, I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that he's right with me. He's right with us. And my prayer is that you would know, that you would sense, that you would remember, that you would have powerful raw moments at the beginning of this year of of realness before him, of tears, of crying, of laughter, of lying down before him, that you would know his heart for you more and more. You would know his unshakable desire to want the very best for you right now, that we would take his word as true, that we would take his word as true, that we would take his words as our anchor in this storm, that we would take his promises and that we would hold them close, that he won't leave, that he is our help, that he is our father, that he is our friend, that he is our protector, that he is our comforter, that he is our peace, that he loves us and nothing that we can do changes that. He just does. That he rules and reigns and the enemy won't win. He won't win over coronavirus. He won't win over the unrest in America. He won't win over the unrest regarding racism. He won't win over the wars that are happening right now. He won't win over the, the disunity over Brexit. The enemy won't win. Jesus is on the throne this morning in Vernes Vineyard Church. And he isn't going anywhere. 
I want us to rest in that this morning. So right now in this lockdown 2.0, and I, I don't understand why we have the point zero, but uh, this passage is, reminds us where uh, we allow ourselves to go as a first response uh, and how that is really important. Where do we first go? Where's our first, first, first thoughts? Where do our first thoughts go? <laughs> so let me unpack this. Where do we go first when things look different? Uh, one thing I loved when I was at high school was when the teachers were off sick, when my teacher was off sick, because it meant we got a substitute teacher in. And our first, our first, I can't say that phrase now, our first thought was movies. It was movies. The teacher often wouldn't know the subject. It would be a, a teacher that taught something completely different. It would often be a teacher that didn't even come to that school. So us as pupils, we would play around a little bit. We would change names, change our names. We would make up what we're doing. And we'd often then end up watching a movie, which uh, meant that we would calm down. The old uh, trolley would get wheeled through with the VHS and the massive TV, and we would be like, yes. I remember when our firstborn was born, our son uh, was born, all £10.9 of him, and the baby grows didn't fit when he was born, understandably. I was high as a kite. You know, I'm quite an excitable person, but Mary would tell you I was delirious when our firstborn came along. I went to Next to get a baby grow to fit him, and something just overcame me in, that, in the shop. It kind of like fell upon me. I had questions like this falling upon me. What am I doing? Am I going to be a good dad? What if I don't do well enough? I don't. What if I don't know him enough? What if I don't know enough? I've never held a baby for longer than five minutes. What if I drop him? What if I let him down when he's older? What if I'm not cool enough when he's a teenager? And it just kind of poured in. And it took a wee while to shake, uh, to shake off and to pray it off. When things all of a sudden look very different in our walks with Jesus, where do we go first? In this passage, Paul shares in verse 12 to the church in Philippi, you've done great when I've been there. You're doing well without me. Keep it up. Keep it up. The danger Paul is alluding to is that if, I, if Paul isn't there, Will you continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, as he mentions in verse 12? We haven't had church in person properly since March. And my challenge and my prayer, my question to, to us as a church family is, will you continue? Will you continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Fear and trembling is the words that stand out in that line. And Alec Mottier in his commentary explains it beautifully. He says this, This is not the fear of a lost sinner before the Holy One, but the fear of a true child before the most loving of all fathers. Not a fear of what he might do to us, but of the hurt we might do to him. That we would be a group of people that know that kind of fear and trembling in 2021. Of the most loving of all fathers. That the very mention of Jesus would bring us to tears. That the very thought of uh, reminding ourselves of our Jesus story would make our legs turn to jelly and to be overwhelmed afresh by the wonder of it all. 
things will continue to look different when it comes to church. And uh, my question is, where will you go first when it comes to 2021? What will our first thought be when things look different in our walks with Jesus? Secondly, uh, where do we go first when things don't go our way? Without going into too much detail, we're seeing very publicly what can happen when things don't go people's way. It's all over the news and uh, yeah, it will continue to do so, I'm sure, in all sorts of different ways in the years to come. I remember when I was at uni and things didn't go my way, I would always be looking for someone or something to blame. I got, uh, I remember getting one of the lowest, well, the lowest grade I got in one of my assignments and I was questioning the course content. I was like, this can't be right. But the reality was I, I never attended the lectures for that class in that semester. And for that particular assignment that I got the lowest grade for, I, I completed it in an all-nighter. And I had, I think, about eight cans of Red Bull. So, so that was the real reason <laughs> for that low grade. Paul, in verse 14, he issues a reminder to the church to do everything without grumbling or arguing. And this really hones in and focuses and reveals the condition of our hearts. Think about the last argument that you had. Who was it with? What was it about? Did you fuel the fire? Did you want to be right? Did you want to have the last words? When did you last have a grumble or a moan about something? Paul is really clear here in this passage. Do everything without these things. Don't even let it enter your day. I wonder if you went about your day without a wee moan or a groan, without the argument. Wow. I wonder how different it would look. Maybe some of us are really challenged by that. Some of us love a wee moan. It's cathartic. Maybe some married couples' arguments have been the hallmark of your relationship this past year. And you can't remember the last time that you went a day without one. Maybe the Holy Spirit is highlighting what the route to that routine is. Maybe he wants to do some heart surgery this morning. And Lord, I just pray where perhaps parts of our lives are characterised by uh, grumbles and moans and having a wee moan, where parts of our lives, our interactions with family, our friends, loved ones, colleagues, have been based and rooted in arguments. And that's been a regular thing. Holy Spirit, will you uh, come into our hearts right now? Will you reveal the condition of our hearts? Will you mend? Will you repair? Will you restore? Will you pour in your love? Will you uh, just remove any, uh, any things which uh, are sticking on? Which, uh, yeah, which are just tarnishing who you want us to be, Lord. With our enemies maybe taking a grip, our, our hold, our, our longing to be right. You just come into that right now. For all of us, Lord, listening in. And where that isn't an issue, or where, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't, nothing is highlighted. Lord, I just pray that you'll protect us and, and just keep us attentive. Just keep us attentive when uh, the enemy tries to, 
to worm his way in in that way. In Jesus' name, amen. And then just finally, where do our, our first thoughts go when there's an opportunity to shine? We see Paul sharing with the church, don't enter into grumbling and arguing. You'll become blameless and pure as a result and you'll shine like stars. One commentator puts it, you'll do what you're meant to do, just like a star does. You'll shine like a star. You know, I was, as I was reading this passage and came to that great line, the, I, I felt the Lord say that some folks, their first thought when there's an opportunity to shine is, no, not me. No, that's someone else's cake. Not me, I can't do that. Not me, I've made some mistakes. Not me, I'll let folk down. And I just felt Lord, the Lord wanted to say that 2021 is going to be significant. City on a hill living, as we looked at last year. The season of hiding is done, and that's not God. It's time to step out and do what you are ought to do. So, first footing. First thoughts, so important just now. I love this book. I love Philippians. I love Paul's writings. And I really believe that these short verses this morning and asking the Lord to reveal what he wants to work in will be transformative in our year ahead and allow us to carry peace into 2021, into the uncertainty, to reframe our thinking and to remember the love God has for us. So our first, our first thoughts when things look different? How do we respond? Our first thoughts when things don't go our way. Our first thoughts when there's an opportunity to shine. Lord, we invite you in to all these things. Do what only you can do. Amen.